Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, final hour here on 106.7 The Fan. is uh, overtime. Scott Jackson with you, and we're also in Team 980. And always live on the free Odyssey app. Hope you're having a good fourth, getting in position for the fireworks, hopefully. By the way, bad night to have a dog, right? Like, the dogs get so dang upset with the fireworks. My dog last night was just beside herself. She was freaking out. What's crazy, too, is, like, it happens prior to the fireworks starting somehow. I don't know. It's like a thunderstorm, same thing. I mean, the dog, like, has premonition. I don't know what they do. Their hearings is so much better than ours, I guess. Uh, anyway, she was freaking out, and it was going on, and then... Of course, it um, it was it was the th- fireworks and like the thunderstorms right after. Bam! By the way, I don't get the people that run like like put off fireworks early in the day on the fourth. Like you know, the loud ones. Like, can you really see them in the sun? It doesn't. It kind of makes no sense, isn't it? Kind of an after dark kind of thing. But anyway, there was some going off earlier today. I was like, what is that? Unless, of course, that was an accident. Who knows? Maybe somebody's garage. Maybe it's set up for tonight, and boom. The accident went off by mistake. Who knows? All right. So, um, yeah, be kind to your dogs tonight. All right. Let's get to this. The um, A lot of things going on with these off-season lists with the NFL. I mean, I think the one consistent, consistent thing we've seen uh, when it comes to our Washington Commanders is Nobody outside of the air believes in them. I mean, like, literally nobody believes in them. You know, everybody's convinced they're going to be terrible. Um, and obviously that would lead to, you know, coaching changes, et cetera, et cetera, this offseason. And that very well could happen. I mean, I don't think they'll be terrible, terrible. Like, you know, I don't think they're picking Caleb Williams, for example, next year. I don't think they're in that realm. But I do understand there is uh, fair, fair reasoning because there's a lot of – you know, a lot of things that have to go right for the commanders. I mean, you've had a quarterback who's obviously made one grand total, one start. We all understand that. Retooled offensive line, which is not the worst thing in the world since, you know, a lot of it was beat up last year. They probably should have retooled it anyway. But it wasn't like high-dollar maneuvers this offseason. They didn't put a lot of money in the free agency outside of, you know, keeping Deron Payne. They didn't spend a lot. They, you know, defensively, 
obviously in the draft, think they hit some areas they needed to with the secondary in particular. Uh, the defensive line, obviously, is got two guys coming off really good seasons in Payne and Allen. Payne now happy, paid, you know, sweat, you know, trying to play for that contract. Curl, Young, all coming up with contract years. In the case of Sweat and Curl, you know, who knows? If this thing gets done, you know, shortly after the league, you know, the owners approve it on the 20th because they're going to approve it on the 20th, right? After that, will you see a, um, you know, will you see a real push? I think this is kind of one of the important things it could do to sign at least one of these guys that are upcoming free agency you believe in. You'll get a deal done. And then that way, that's just one less thing to have to be worried about next offseason. I think Curl would make a lot of sense. I think Sweat would make a lot of sense. And they got to wait and see on Young. See what he comes back and looks like. You can always tag him. Not ideal, but you can always could, could do that if it's getting worse if he played well. Um, there's, you know, the, you got Antonio Gibson to worry about potentially as well. If he blows it up, you hope he does. Feels like he could. But these are the kind of things you could do shortly after the uh, the sale of the team, once you have, you know, an owner that has money. <laughs> For example, you know, one that's not in debt. There's one thing you could do. But there's just not been a lot of good, you know, not a lot of good to these, you know, off-season ratings. And you get it. And Vegas has got them like six and a half. And they've been around a seven, eight-win team for a while here anyway. You know, it's been six seasons since Ron Rivera's actually been a part of a winning record in the NFL. That's a, it's a pretty long stretch. Can't have one of these horrific Septembers that they've been known for. And gotta got to be able to... Uh, tread water bare minimum early in the season. And, you know, the schedule, again, on paper, for whatever that's worth, looks tougher. Quarterbacks are better this year versus last year. But I think the defense could be better as well. But I get it. If I, w- if I didn't live here and I didn't have to watch this team all the time, I didn't, you know, pay close attention and go to OTAs and go to minicamp, I wouldn't try to sell anybody on anything either. So I totally get it. And, and again, the division, everybody seemed to take step steps forward. The Eagles, you know, Lost Hargrave on the defensive line, but they have depth there. They draft for depth. Um, you know, Dallas had some pretty good additions this offseason. Defense was awesome last year. Uh, but, you know, there's always the Dallas factor where they'll, they'll throw up on themselves when it matters, but they're going to at least be there, barring a DAC injury. And then you have, you know, the Giants kind of the wild card for me as to where the commanders end up in this whole thing is, you know, is Brian Dable as good as advertised? Sure as hell looked like it last year, right? With a very little talent around his quarterback, and his receivers, you couldn't even name the guys. I mean, they came over to your house for dinner with name pl- name tags on. You wouldn't know who the hell they were, and it helped. They somehow, you know, got themselves in the postseason. Actually, won a game, you know, winning at Minnesota. So they, in fact, you know, they've had a pretty good offseason too. I love the Waller pickup, a tight end for uh, for Jones. And look, Jones, you know, he's boring. Whatever you want to say about him. But he has got the skill set, and with this coach, you know, we'll see in year two. I mean, they, they could actually get better, which is kind of a scary thing. Now, the, Bar- the Barkley thing will play itself. Saquon Barkley's not sitting out for a year. He could threaten it all he wants, but it doesn't make any sense for him to do that. And, again, he's a running back. I mean, bottom line, he's a running back. Sadly, that is just the day and age we live in. He's born in the wrong wrong era for running back. Should have been a DB or left tackle or quarterback. All right, so 
I've been trying to think about this a lot watching, you know, when they're out there at OTAs and watching commanders practice, you know, what will the offense look like? I mean, Sam Howell, when he's a quarterback, he obviously likes to put it down the field, right? He's really good at that. He puts some ball and beautiful throws down the field. We saw it last year in the one start, right? He can really let it go. The things that he wasn't super great at in these OTA days was the shorter stuff, the underneath stuff. Maybe part of that is he's kind of a shorter guy, right? You know, maybe the windows aren't clear for him. Maybe it's something they can work on. But if you go back to the Chiefs over the last four years, that's kind of been their offense, like underneath routes, guys in space. You know, it's been wild. Warren Sharp has this stat today uh, that he shared this morning. This guy eats, drinks, and thinks stats. Says the average length of Pat Mahomes' touchdown passes have gone down the last four years. Um, last year, Pat Mahomes threw 41 touchdown passes, right? The average air yards of his 41 touchdown passes were four and a half yards in the air. Only one traveled more than 19 yards. Okay, now take it back a, a few seasons. 2021, they were 8.5 yards in the touchdown passes as far as air yards go. 13 air yards in 2020. Um, 17.3 air yards in 2019. Now, what's the obvious correlation here? Last year, or issue from last year, was, well, there's no cheetah, right? I mean, he's gone. The cheetah's gone. But the cheetah was there in 2021 and 2020, 2019, obviously, as they slowly descended the numbers of air yards per touchdown. That doesn't mean he doesn't make big plays. It doesn't, I mean, what would be fascinating to know is how much this had to do with their O-line not being the best. And we talked about how their O-line was somewhat of a, like, is it bad? Is it them? Is it that he holds the ball too long? Is that what kind of, why he gives up, they give up sacks sometimes? Uh, what would it? What is it? Or is it just maybe Andy Reid, you know, figuring out this is what works, you know? <laughs> this is what works for them because everybody's so damn scared of the Cheetah or Kelsey who's a stretcher and they could work the underneath stuff. Um, it's fascinating. Is it, is it really more of what the Chiefs decided to do? Was it a design thing, or was it what was available to them? Or probably both, right? But it does make you wonder how this team will do it. I mean, you'd think they'll play to Hal's strengths. I mean, they're still going to throw downfield, but, hey, can protection hold up to, has to hold up to do that? I would love to think they're going to have a really good screen game because that's what the Chiefs have done and the Eagles did forever with Andy Reid, the best running back, tailback screen games there is. This team really has not been good at that outside of a play here or there. Think about the one from, what, 2020 season with uh, with Gibson up in Buffalo. Or was that 2021? Yeah, it was 2021. Anyway, but it hasn't been many. I mean, Chris Thompson, some of those Gruden teams are pretty good at it in terms of the running back screen, but not many others. I mean, they just really have not – it's not been a strength – um, that's been something. Certainly not been Andy Reid good. I mean, think about McNabb and all those years in Philly, and how they could run him, whether it was to McCoy or whoever, Sproles. You know, but that's what you would think the uh, the Commanders will see improvement with. I'd like to think with Gibson being a natural pass catcher, pass receiver, that's going to be a big part of the offense too. And certainly, everybody's got high hopes for the tight ends. It's based off of Kelsey, but again. Kelsey's, you know, kind of a unicorn in a sense. He's not your typical tight end. He's, they don't have his Kelsey here. But they have some pretty good 
well, let's see this. They got some interesting options to tight end. If again, knock on wood, people are healthy and available. But so that was again interesting to read about the Chiefs. Interesting to see, and you know, just watching. You know, two areas where Hal was not super in the OTAs. You know, some of the red zone stuff, and you know, some of the shorter stuff. But again, keep in mind the defense knew every play was a pass. So there's like no game planning for that, right? I mean, there's no run, there's no threat of a run or anything like that. So it makes it a little tougher. It's tighter in there. And, and again, this is the time of year to suck at it. <laughs> I mean, this is the time of year to work on things. Find out what he's good at, what he's bad at, you know. So I, I wouldn't be too crazy worried about it. But there's certainly, you know, one of the knocks on him coming out from Carolina. Obviously, the height is going to be part of that, you know. Everybody's, wow, what about Drew Brees? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Drew Brees, really good. The Hall of Famer. But, you know, played on his tippy toes. So it can be done. I said it can't be. But those are the things that appear to give him more problems. Um, appear to give him more problems. And, you know, I think it's going to be a part of the offense, though, that they're going to want to do. They got a lot of guys that will be really good in space. Clearly their number one receiver, Terry McLaurin. Their number two receiver in Dotson. Curtis Samuel would – seem to thrive in that situation as well. Deami Brown uh, could be good in that spot as well. But we'll see. I mean, Deami can tantalizing talent, but has not shown it yet on the field. You would think this would be a really good opportunity for him with his college quarterback in the fold for him to kind of hit another gear this year. And obviously he has to. Another guy who's coming up in one of those uh, situations where time's running out in terms of, you know, put up or shut up in the league so be interesting and they, they obviously they, they're not you know they don't have a cam sims if you will after those first three guys like they've had the last couple seasons they don't have that kind of player they get some interesting guys but this still you know the production hasn't been there there's just still no track record you know we can we can hope and think and what have you you know dax Milne wouldn't give him the opportunity is actually a good receiver they can't stand watching return punts but he's a pretty good receiver when he gets the opportunity this kid, Marcus Kemp, who was in Kansas City, has got an intriguing skill set. But again, just, you know, Chiefs didn't think a whole lot of him. You know, I mean, he's just, he's always been, you know, down the list. So, he's a bigger guy, 6'4". You know, kind of could fit the Sims mold. It looks like Sims. But, you know, and again, you know, outside of here, and now with the Raiders, because, you know, this is where Scott Turner is, not a whole lot of people have, you know, we've been banking on Cam Sims either. Um, yeah, I mean, Camp four career receptions. You know, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> looks good. Play special teams. That's awesome. I'm not knocking that. It's important. It's how you make the roster. But, you know, in terms of like, oh, yeah, we definitely got a, a guy who can come in there and be the other receiver. Okay, let's see. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Brown is like 17 career pe- catches, right? Dayami. He had the one game against the Titans last year where he had two touchdowns and over 100 yards in the game. But that. That was it. I mean, this, the rest of the season was nothing. So it's, uh, but definitely a little, little fascinating after that. And you know, one of the, you know guys who ever make the team are going to be based on what they do as special teamers. You know, returners. A lot of hype for Kaz Allen out of UCLA, but he was sidelined a lot of the OTAs, the days we were there at least. It wasn't available. You get like a quad or something like that going on. I don't know if they ever actually gave the injury. But so 
we'll see. Again, until he's on the field, hard to say. A lot of good college tape. There's no question about it. I mean, dude was explosive, made some big, big plays. We'll find out. I mean, Jared Patterson's not terrible, by the way. Back there returning, too. I mean, Gibson's pretty good at it. But they got to figure out the punt return thing. And that was just not acceptable, actually. That's where Allen really could make his mark if he's going to make the team. That's where he could do it. It shows that he could be reliable back there and explosive. I mean, that's that will that will go a long way for him. Because you would think, you know, again, the kick return, who the heck knows if it's going to be even, even a play this year. And they're still trying to figure that out with the new rules, with this fair catch thing. You know, our team's going to squib kick. Are they going to make you return it? Or are they just going to, you know, like they do with, you know, teams as boot, a lot of teams as booted out of the end zone. There are a few others that want you to return. They want to actually cover kicks, want to pin you back there. But for, more often than not, teams just boot it through the end zone while they can, at least early in the season, when their kicker's legs are fresh, right? It's just uh, – it's not um, it's not something the league wants. I mean, if they really were serious about ki- keeping kickoffs – they probably would have done what the XFL did with the way they line people up this year with that 10-yard um, setup so you're not getting these long-running you know, collisions that they say are so unsafe and so dangerous. But I think if you really added up the amount of kickoffs there are to the number of concussions, it's not nearly as detrimental as they want you to believe. But, you know, they want you to believe it. Sure seems like more violent hits take place in the secondary with receivers coming across the middle or tight ends. But you know that would be you can't say that because you want people to throw the football, score because that's exciting, and that's what the league's trying to make you do. So you can't say that. Seems to be fewer concussions towards the line of scrimmage where they're running the football, which would seem to be safer, but they don't want you to run the football anymore. So they can't say that. They can't tell you that. So they're going to blame kickoffs for everything as they're signaling and fixing fixing the world by taking out the kickoff instead of actually trying to fix the kickoff, make it more interesting by doing what the XFL did. I mean, like one of the best moments last year, right, was the playoffs, the Bills, the kickoff return after the DeMar Hamlin collapsing on the field, their first play at home. I mean, it's just – that's it. I mean, it's huge, right? It's so exciting. But in this season's NFL, maybe it doesn't even happen because the team pops it up so you kick it, have a fair catch or whatever the hell they're doing or just boot it out of the end zone because they don't want you to return anymore. I don't know. It's a weird thing. Weird thing. And then I just, you know, it's hard to believe the real motivation behind these things. Unless this Roger Goodell this always hated special teams players when he was a kid. I don't know. <laughs> He really hated kick returners. That was his whole thing. I'm not sure. Um, there's an interesting story, and I don't know if we call it a story, a report, a rumor, a a internet thing about Bill Belichick potentially being on a bit of a hot seat and kind of digging through some old quotes when it comes to Bob Kraft, something that he said about Bob Kraft last week as well. A little bit of back and forth, but I do have an interesting um, – well, I don't think it's. I don't know if it's interesting or not. I do have a theory on it, uh, and something that maybe we should keep our eyes on for this upcoming season, and why it may matter if you're a Washington fan thinking about you know 2024, for example. Uh, we'll get to that coming up. It's 
Overtime. Scott Jackson with you here at 106.7 The Fan and Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back. It is overtime. Scott Jackson with you, 106.7 The Fan Team, 90, and streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Hope you're enjoying the 4th. Be safe out there. Fireworks can't explode in your hand and cause severe injury and burns. So beware. And uh, only use the fireworks the recommended way, the correct way. When I was a kid, man, we used to do some really stupid stuff, um, including like those, um, I don't even know what you call them, Roman candles, I guess they are. Um, we used to flip them over the opposite way, and then if you light the wick, and they would shoot off like a bottle rocket in the air. Don't try this at home, kids. And uh, very dangerous. Yeah, quite dangerous. And they would just go sky flying in the air over people's houses. It's very dry out, too. That concerns me. Like, there's really not been, like, enough rain. So, like, all the lawns are pretty dry. So, the fire could probably start pretty quick. So, you know, again, use caution. Even little sparklers can cause fires. And don't be stupid like I was when I was a kid. I had a bottle rocket go off my hand once. That was very painful. Luckily, didn't, you know, have a... um. Was my man for the Giants? Guy got lost his fingers. Can't remember the pass rusher. Was he the Bucks as well? Anyway, hopefully that you know don't don't happen to you. You know, fireworks accidents can happen. Now I'm just driving me crazy. Justin Tuck, right? Is it Justin Tuck? No, it's Jason Pierre-Pauls. JPP. Yeah, that was like eight, ten years ago. Eight years ago, maybe. Yeah, JPP. He had serious hand injuries. After goofing around with fireworks in his hand. Lost a big part of his finger. He had to have his right index finger amputated, too. Yeah. See, I don't try that at home, kids. Anyway, that's my advice for tonight. All right, New England Patriots, Bob Kraft, and Bill Belichick. Are they at a crossroads? Are they um, about to have a divorce? Well, Mike Florio thinks so. He wrote a story about it today for ProFootballTalk.com. He points out this, that they're at a crossroads. Six Super Bowl trophies delivered by Belichick, having full control over football ops. 
has a shelf life. Since winning the Super Bowl, Belichick hasn't been winning. No postseason victories, two playoff appearances, two failures to qualify for the postseason. Since Tom Brady left, uh-oh, it's even worse. Three years, one playoff berth, and of course got smashed by the Bills in the playoffs. Entering 2023, Florio writes, the Patriots are the worst team on paper in the AFC East and decidedly middle-of-the-pack member of the conference. While Belichick has proven the knack for making a team better than it appears on paper, he's the one who puts the team together. So even if he's good at digging a team out of the pre-existing hole, he's the one responsible for the oversized divot he has to dig out of. In March, Florio points out, not nearly enough attention was paid to an ominous remark from Kraft regarding Belichick's job security. Meeting reporters in Arizona, Kraft was asked a simple question. You guys have a postseason losing record two of the last three seasons. If that happens again, could Bill Belichick's job be in jeopardy, or is he here to break Don Shula's all-time record and beyond? Here was Kraft's response. says, look, I'd like him to break Don Shula's record, but I'm looking for our players. I'm not looking for our players to get stats. We're about winning and doing whatever we can to win, and that's what our focus is now, and I – it's very important to me that we make the playoffs, and I hope that's what happens next year. So that's what Kraft said. They want to win seven, right? They want to win number seven and all that stuff. And I get it. Of course you do. Um, there was a weird thing last week in Belichick at the end of his press conference also said something about spending and where the Patriots haven't spent compared to other teams that have been in front of them. And then somebody asked Kraft about it, and he said, he gives Belichick anything he wants. So I don't know. There might be a little little tit-for-tat going on here. And look, Belichick, we also have to keep in mind, look, he's still a guy who had a very good seat. He's a guy who had a very good seat at the uh, altar of one Bill Parcells, who was the master of getting himself out of situations and onto the next thing. Now, Belichick has obviously ridden this New England thing a lot longer than Parcells could or did. Or Parcells did for anything, for that matter. He, he was always at the wandering eye. Parcells, man, you couldn't trust him to be around very long for anything. But Belichick, obviously, has been in New England for a couple decades now. And, you know, at some point it does run its course. No matter how great you are, let's go with Greg Popovich and just keep winning the lottery. <laughs> you know, um, usually it does, though. And I don't know if I really believe in this just because it's written in profootballtalk.com, but I do think there are some fair questions there about it. Um, I'm still unsure as to why Belichick could never just put his arm around Tom Brady and admit that he was a little different than everybody else on the team and that's okay and treat him slightly different and what you know, basically keep Tom happy for those extra couple seasons. You know, supposedly it was Kraft who wanted – to um, keep Brady all this time, and you know, it was Parcells that didn't want to get rid of Jimmy G. So I don't know. I'm always interested in watching this thing because there's no doubt right now. I mean, scoreboard says Brady, you know, won nothing without Belichick in terms of Super Bowls. Now, I hope it's true. I hope they are un- unhappy with each other because. That would make the off season of twenty twenty going into the twenty twenty four season very interesting, especially if you were a new owner of a franchise that had seen a team kind of mediocre, and if a I don't know an all time great coach were available suddenly, wouldn't you kick the tires on that? 
I mean, there's two situations to watch very closely this upcoming season besides this one here. But if this team doesn't win, let's see what's going on with the Rams. Really felt like that was a crossroad season this year where Sean McVay could have bolted. Really was hoping he was going to take a year off. Kind of think it sucks that he didn't. However, keep an eye on that. And obviously now we have to keep an eye on this situation of Belichick. Because really there's nobody that really blows your mind like this is the next whatever coach, coordinator right now. Maybe there will be. Maybe that person will show themselves as the year moves on. But, you know, first you probably got to get the front office thing figured out. You're going to keep the structure. You're going to bring in somebody new. with the. I mean, you got to figure that out first. That's the person that really needs to make that decision. However, um, you know, anybody would be crazy not to want to talk to Bill Belichick if he were to become available. But I don't think it would be that simple. Probably cost you something. I think he still has contract thing. I don't think Bob Kraft's stupid. He's not going to give him up for nothing. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. The NFL has found the culprit when it comes to the Super Bowl sod issue. Uh, we'll discuss that. And also, um, there was a coaching list put out the other day, by the way, of uh, the top coaches and the bottom coaches in the NFL. And we'll tell you where one Ron Rivera fell. Uh, it is overtime. Scott Jackson with you at 1067 The Fan Team, not any stream, and live on the free Odyssey app. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, back here on Overtime. Scott Jackson, 106.7 The Fan Team, not any streaming live on the free Odyssey app. The kid that uh, is on restriction, everybody else out partying. Here till 8. I mean, I have time still. I mean, I won't because, you know, freaking old now. I don't go out and do this stuff anymore. I will probably watch some neighborhood illegal fireworks until the police show up. 
and um, dump my red solo cup and dive over some fences and get the hell out of there. Uh, Connor Perkins behind a glass. Appreciate him uh, giving up his life for the night as well over the last couple hours. So we were talking earlier about the world of uh, the NFL and, of course, these off-season lists that have just been trashing the commanders. I mean, really, just trashing them. Outside of, like, the one with the defensive line list, and there's some dude who just did a pass rush metric that really loved some John Allen, which is good to see because there's a lot to love there. Um, they haven't been real positive, right? There's just been I – mean, if you were looking for, like, some off-season hype video, this was not – these lists were not the things to look at. I think ESPN has them like 24th in terms of talent, which seems kind of mean, but okay. I mean, as I laid it out earlier, there's a lot of question marks. I get it. If you weren't here paying attention, why would you? So uh, CBS Sports did one on the 2023 coaching rankings. You know, Andy Reid, number one, as he should be. I mean, you know, he's the top dog. They won the Super Bowl again. They're in it every year. We just talked about how they have kind of played offense differently these last couple seasons. Pat Mahomes, they're not killing you by the deep shots. They're getting you underneath. They're doing a lot of different stuff. So anyway, he had to read number one, Kyle Shanahan to Belichick, you know, McVay, even after that horrific season, Harbaugh, you know, this is top five. Nothing too crazy, too controversial uh, there. Um, His bottom group is, you know, mostly new guys, as you would expect. Except he's got Eberflus, the Bears coach, is 32nd. He's got Jonathan Gannon, 31st. The Eagles fans would rate him 45th if they could. They, I mean, I was in Philly the day after the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Jonathan Gannon was the guy who probably, thank goodness he got the Arizona job. I don't think he'd have been able to return to his house. I mean, they were just crushing him in Philadelphia for that Super Bowl loss. Now, granted, this was a, off, a defense excuse me, that you know got to the quarterback all year and then obviously – in that game, didn't get to the quarterback at all. But the offense also didn't help them. Uh, Josh McDaniels, 30th, you know, not shocking. I mean, I would make the case Josh McDaniels should be 32nd for what he did to the Raiders in one year. And the fact that, you know, he's trading out Carr for Jimmy G, which seems really like malpractice, especially with Jimmy G's state of his health 90% of the time. Uh, Then he's got Arthur Smith, Todd Bowles, uh, Dennis Allen, 27. Robert Sala, 26. D'Amico Ryans, who's never coached a game at 25th. It's interesting decision there. Uh, Shane Steichen of the Colts also never coached a game yet. He's at 24. Um, Brandon Staley, you probably put him lower if you pay attention to the Chargers. Feels like he holds him back. He's 23rd. Dan Campbell, 22nd. And Ron Rivera, 21st. Uh, here's what Cody Benjamin said about Ron Rivera. His fatherly leadership was helped grounded off this functional organization, and he knows how to deploy talented defensive front. But the annual flirtation with middling quarterbacks has a cost. Rivera hasn't led a winning season in six years, and he hasn't coached a playoff victory since 2015 when Cam Newton won the MVP and the Panthers made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, that's a track record that's not so hot. Think about this. I mean, had the three straight years of losing in Carolina, got this job, and got all the power. I mean, just shows you how weak of a situation it was here for Dan Snyder and how limited his options were and how desperate he was at that point. This is before the workplace environment stuff hit the fan, right? This is before that, before the name change. I mean, this is before all that. That's how weak he was coming off 2019. Because, frankly, he probably doesn't get Ron Rivera without doing all that stuff. 
And easily, you can say hindsight now, well, crap, should you done it? I mean, where else would you have gone at that point? Maybe just, hey, Kevin O'Connell looking pretty smart right now. You know, and by the way, that's, you know, we talk about misplays by Rivera. That's got to be top of the list, right? Turner for O'Connell? Really? In that first year? And O'Connell wanted to be here as the OC. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, again, 21, probably about right, maybe a little high, frankly, based on production those last few years. But, like, this year, it's put up or shut up. I mean, you know, you, you can't Super Bowl row your your interview your way out of this. I mean, you're going to have to, you know, you might have a bunch of buddies in NFL Network, but they're not going to care. You know, the new group ain't going to care, you know, after this season. It really, it's not going to make a difference. You got to actually win games to to make it matter. So that's uh, that's where it is. And again, nobody seems to believe in them, which might be good. I think this they play better with the underdog backs against the wall thing is good for them. I think that's where they seem to thrive. We'll find out soon enough. Four weeks away from the start of training camp, or a little bit less. Should be fun. All right, coming up, we'll get a final segment in here. The NFL has figured out the culprit to the Super Bowl field issues, why we were the players slipping and sliding over the field, why was there such crappy turf in Arizona of all places. Well, we'll get to it straight ahead before we get out of here. Uh, at 8 o'clock, it is Scott Jackson, Overtime, 106.7 The Van Team 980, and streaming live on the free Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It's overtime. Scott Jackson with you here on 106.7 The Fan, Team 980, and streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We are out of here at the top. Again, if you're going to the fireworks, all that fun stuff, be careful, be safe. Don't drink and drive. Take Metro, Uber, whatever you got to do. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. Do the math. Ubers are expensive. I get it. But it ain't worth it. DUI, hurting somebody, hurting yourself, worse somebody else, not worth it. So be careful. That's all I can say. I, I think, feel like though, I, well, I don't know. I I've, I feel like this year it's a little tampered down just because of the Tuesday edition of it. It kind of stinks. Well, I guess a lot of folks will take tomorrow and the rest of the week off where the Monday thing was weird. There's no traffic coming in the city yesterday. Today's obviously a different story because there's going to be fireworks. It'll be fascinating to see how terrible it is tomorrow morning. By the way, in tomorrow, uh, 10 to 1 on Team 980 with my friend Rick Doc Walker on the Kevin Sheehan show for the rest of the week. So 
we will be there if you want to be there. We'd be happy to have you. Uh, the NFL, if you remember, uh, the Super Bowl, Eagles and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, the tragic Philadelphia loss. He says, laughing inside as I watched it with my father-in-law, who's a huge Eagles fan, at his house. I was so good. I was on my best behavior. I didn't laugh. I didn't celebrate. I really wanted to, but I didn't. Anyway, the game was weird on a lot of levels, right? But one of the goofiest parts of the game was the terrible turf. Like, the side was just getting kicked up. Um, it was a mess. Uh, you know, the big, huge NFL logo. It almost felt like one of those NCAA tournament games in basketball when the guys are slipping and sliding the logo. But the field conditions weren't good. People were just trashing it uh, ever since. Um, according to Pro Football Talk, owners have been asking the league why the playing surface was so slippery. The NFL responded by saying this. This is so classic NFL. Because the players and the Chiefs and Eagles are not wearing the right cleats in the game. <laughs> That's right. It's the player's fault. Now, remind you, uh, the Chiefs played week one in Arizona, and they said the field was terrible. Uh, The Eagles really hated the field. It was so slippery, it slowed everybody down. Hassan Reddick called it the worst surface he's ever played on. Uh, I'm not going to lie, worst field ever played on. Disappointing. It's the NFL. You would think it would be better. We could get some better play, but that's it. I don't know. Maybe the league will look at it and tell Arizona they got to step their stuff up. Again, it was just for a game of that level, for you to say the players are wearing the wrong cleats, this is, this is incredible. Field conditions got the thumbs down from the legendary George Toma, the man they called the sod father back in the day, who worked 57 Super Bowls as a groundskeeper or consultant. He pinned the blame on the NFL field manager, Ed Mangan, for overwatering the field and not sanding it enough. Yeah. He said, after seeing the final product, Toma noted it had a rotten smell. (laughs) After slipping and sliding over the first half, several Eagles players actually changed their cleats at halftime, but it didn't seem to help. If new cleats were as bad as the old cleats, they would seem to point to the field being the primary reason for slipping. But, hey, this is the NFL, man. They pass the buck to everybody. It's never their fault. Anyway, uh, I guess Danny Amendola was on some podcast. And he said that they needed to wear different cleats. Um, He said they needed to be wearing seven-inch cleats. Um, But he said it would slow them down, but at least they – sorry, seven studs in their cleats. You put in seven studs, he said, on Chris Long's podcast. He he said he feels like you get better traction. He said you don't feel like you can play as fast than them, but at the same time you're you're chopping it up and you're gripping the turf. He goes, anybody that slipped in the Super Bowl – Look at the cleats they were wearing. They were probably wearing the wrong tires. Of course, Amendola also did say that Arizona has always been known to have a field that isn't always in great shape. Because when you play a game, a night game in Arizona, for some reason the grass is always a little dewy at night because it's so slick. I've worn seven studs on that field numerous times. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, it's a Super Bowl. Like, why are we even having any kind of issues? You have all this money. This is a league that has... Unlimited funds, right? They're shaking down us left and right. I mean, they're putting games on a streaming service, for goodness sakes, this year. A, a playoff game. Sounded like Jim Moore Sr. for a minute. Playoff! Uh, on a streaming service, right? Just anything to grab a buck, right? I mean, anything to grab a buck. We'll play any night of the week. We'll play a 17th game. We'll make you play, you know, three days after your last game. 
You know, they don't care. Anything to make a buck. You can't freaking put some of that money that you're into doing a better job with the field. I mean, it's, it's inexcusable. And, and they're right. Arizona has been known as having crappy field conditions at night for a while. And again, the Chiefs played on it before, dealt with it. They handled it better than the Eagles did. But it was still really bad. It was still really bad for them, too. I don't know. That's just, that is the most classic NFL thing I've ever seen, though. Yeah, it's the player's fault. <laughs> it's got to be, right? It's not us. We're too smart for that. Anyway, that amused me on the fourth. Thank you, NFL, for being arrogant as hell. So we appreciate that. That was tremendous. All right. We're about to wrap this sucker up before we get out of here. Uh, again, thanks to Connor Perkins for coming in today, doing what he had to do. Appreciate uh, him doing that. I mean, drawing the short straw of all the producers that had to work tonight here on the 4th of July. We uh, we do appreciate it. All right. The um, action ahead, I think we're jumping into uh, Take Command podcast here on 106.7 The Fan. And on Team 980, it's going to be uh, – MGM tonight on BetQL. So wherever you may be going, enjoy it. Enjoy the rest of the night. Be safe. Fireworks, safety, important. Enjoy yourself, but don't enjoy yourself too much. We'll be back tomorrow, uh, 10 and early bright, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. bright and early on Team 980 with Rick Doc Walker on the team for Kevin Sheehan talking all things 4th of July. Also probably get into a little bit more on the world of baseball and obviously things to come in the NFL season as well. So look forward to chopping it up with uh, Doc and you uh, tomorrow morning here uh, as well. All right. Again, thanks for everybody coming in. Uh, Wizards fans, be excited. Bowl Bowl was waived by the Orlando Magic. <laughs> Maybe it's not too late. He's 23. I will never forget that draft and how bent people were. The Wizards kept passing on Bowl Bowl that year, and then, and then the 20 draft, or the 19 draft, the 2019 draft. Fans were so ticked off about Bowl Bowl not being here. All right, that'll do it. Scott Jackson saying so long. Have a great night. Uh, thanks for joining us here on 106.7 The Fan. Team 980 is streaming live on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.